All right. You're going to introduce us before my husband. I'll introduce us. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Um, Maybe he can edit it so that all of that goes after the introduction. Mm -hmm. Okay. Hey, ladies. I'm Tori. And I'm Wendy. Welcome to the Fruitful Vibe. Heat is that? Is it like, is it um, dry heat? Humid? It's a dry dry heat. It's like, like people love dry heat. Mm, yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna say no oh really yeah yeah Tori oh I love it people ask me all the time they're like okay is like what's hotter like Kansas or Florida and I'm like y'all don't understand Florida's like being boiled so you're like hot and sweaty Kansas is like being in an oven you know how when you open up the oven and the oven says yeah yeah that's actually a really good way of explaining it it, it is so hot and dry and like oh it like so <laughs> i love dry heat i love it versus I'm, like oh. here here you know north carolina it's like florida we're just sweat you're just sweating your face you can't off. wear makeup can't and wear makeup. Want to. No, yeah yeah and you don't want to like no no, no. I was thinking to myself, wow. oh my gosh, I am so much more productive when I get up in the morning and I put on a full face makeup and I go, but I'm like, I'm just going to be <laughs> all day. Well, and that's why for me, like, I don't know about you, but that's why I'm not productive in the summer. It is yeah. too, not, not because of the makeup, but because, because when you wake up in the summer, regardless, you're, you just wake up to sweat. <laughs> So you're literally exhausted all day. Like it, I just, I mean, it drains you and I, and I get everything done, but I get it done at the cost of being tired. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you push past, you have to push past that fatigue the whole day. Yeah. But yeah. then, but then in the cold, you just want to be covered underneath a warm bl- blanket. So productivity is just not a thing that can happen. No, the cold is when I just come alive. I'm like, look, I can be productive in my blanket with my coffee, doing all the things. Um, no, I, I love, I love the winter time. Um, I don't even it's know gonna be- drinking coffee. Like I'm icing my coffee. Like I can't drink it hot. Like I feel like I'm burning. <laughs> really? So we don't even have our AC on, on the bottom level went out and we were like do we really want to fix it so we're we're gonna fix it but we've been doing our ceiling fans and because I live like in a forest you can't even it's it's 74 in my house right now with no downstairs AC no it's like my ceilings are ridiculously tall hold up let me see if I can show you see how tall my ceilings are yeah they're ridiculously tall so it doesn't insulate nothing it don't keep it hot it don't keep it cold it's just whatever it is outside that's what happens <laughs> do you guys have a fireplace we do so yeah are you have you did you use it last year no this is gonna okay. be our first year using it I, we still need to we redid the fireplace I just it looks so good from before pictures we still need to put up the beam we got like from a barn like got a real wood beam oh pretty put up there um but yeah it's been a whole thing 
It's been a whole thing. DIY, they make it seem like, like, all right, so today it looked like this. Tomorrow it looked like this. No, okay. Today it looked like this. Six months later, it looked like this. It looked like this. Eight months mm-hmm. later, it looked like this. Give it a full and, year. And we've spent more money Dude. and more time had we just hired someone. And somebody got hurt. They done broke their thing. <laughs> I need to get, um, I have, is that a, a electric fireplace? No, it's wood burning. Okay, same, same, same. I need to get my chimney swept though. I haven't had my chimney swept since we moved in. So we want to use it this winter. So that is on the list. Like yeah. I got to get the chimney swept. I don't understand. Thinking about a fireplace is like, I'm, I'm just hot. I'm hot right now. Okay. It's 6 a.m. <laughs> yeah, you can't. You're like, can we not? So <laughs> when when is summer going to drop off for you in Kansas? Summer? Yeah. August is the hottest month. September, Oof. like the end of September is like when it like gets cold. That's when it hits you. That's when okay. I was like, oh gosh, winter is here. They're like, nah, dog. <laughs> 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 I was like, oh my gosh, it's like 60. What's going on? <laughs> wow. Now, halfway through winter, I was thriving. I was in t-shirts. I was like, who is this? It's wow. 20. It's no longer negative 10. I'm thriving. Oh, isn't that crazy how your body just acclimates? Like, that's wild. <laughs> I went outside, there was some frost on the grass. I was like, it's snowing. It's <laughs> Oh my gosh. I love this for you. I really do love this journey of Kansas for you. Oh, dead. When you don't know what you don't know. Oh, man. Mm. It is literally 74 degrees right now. 74 degrees. All right. You're going to introduce us before my husband? I'll introduce us. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Hey, ladies. I'm Tori. And I'm Wendy. Welcome to The Fruitful Vine, where we delight in motherhood and life one honest conversation at a time. Hello, ladies, and welcome to The Fruitful Vine. I am one of your hosts, Tori, and I'm sitting with the lovely Wendy. And today we are going to be discussing chapter five in our book, um, Instruments in the Redeemer's Hands. But first, how you doing, Wendy? How, how's it been? How's life? How's summer? Oh, man. It has, you know what? I have gone, somebody asked me the other day, specifically about my YouTube channel. They said, you know, how would you call yourself? Are you Wendy the world schooler? Are you Wendy the, the like, um, like how, what, what do you specifically bring to the homeschooling community? Um, and it has really rocked my world this past week. Wow. <laughs> and that they asked me because I just feel so different than I felt when I first started out. Like if when I first mm. started out, I would have been like, I am the productive homeschool mom. You know, I'm planning, I'm prepping and I'm praying, you know, I'm doing all mm. things. And I came from such a place of authority, from such a place of I've been there and this is what has worked for me. And let me tell you what it is. And if it helps you, great. You know what I mean? Even if it helps you think of different ideas or whatever, great. Nah, oh Lord, 
life is so different. What I know, I don't know nothing. Ain't nothing working. I'm just surviving. <laughs> One of my friends has a channel called Just Making It Work. I'm like, that's who I am. <laughs> just making it work. And, ah. and so I'm just like, right now, I would just say I'm just seeking peaceful presence. Like I am just doing things and setting up my life in a way that I can be present in the moment that I'm in right now. And um, so that was what I've been going through this week, just like a journey of self-discovery. I'm like, man, what yeah. I feel like a fraud. <laughs> like, man, whoever asked you that, I did not ask for that kind of identity altering question, okay? Like, I'm sorry for the identity crisis. <laughs> I was just living my life. Sit here thriving that I turn around. I'm like, who am I? <laughs> How's uh, your week going, friend? Well, first of all, in all seriousness, I love that for you. I love when we get knocked off of our identity horses. Yes. Um, I feel like that is when the Lord does his humility work within us. And um, yeah, I th- there's really no better place to be than in the who am I? <laughs> then the Lord takes you in and he's like, listen, hun, this is who you actually have always been. Yeah. Um, so I love that. And this week has been good. This week has been, you know what? If I'm being honest, I've been it didn't so busy. Like it was good. <laughs> well, it, I literally can't remember what happened. And it's because I've been so busy. Like it, you're talking about peaceful presence. I'm like, ding, 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 ding. like it, we're just, I'm, I'm j- there's so much and I can't put any of it down. Like none of it can be, it, it's all things that I'm called to do in this season. Yeah. It's all fruitful things. It's all beautiful things, but um, it's making my plate heavy and, or it's making my plate full. So it was a good week, but I can't remember. <laughs> but yeah, I, I feel like it was you, good. <laughs> I can tell you I had meetings. I took the kids places. Like we, we were productive. The house is clean. I just can't really tell you what happened, but it, it was great. I love that. I just feel like a lot of the times um, uh, we're old. We're trying to like get out of stuff. We're trying to like, um, um, not have things to do and I don't know if that's like what it was supposed to be like I feel like we're we were made to work that we should end our days tired we should end our days like I did something today you know not like my butt all day you know there are seasons there are seasons where it's like you need a break you need a rest but it's good to to be used up we got to use up this vessel you know what I mean I act I actually heard a beautiful uh theology argument against like sabbath and keeping it holy and sabbath 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 Mm -hmm. and this pastor was like the only thing that's not um a command in the new testament is the sabbath Mm -hmm. and it's because jesus gave us our rest we rest in jesus every Mm -hmm. day no matter what we're doing we rest in jesus he came to give us our rest so this whole like um, you know, I mean, and, and I'm not saying the Sabbath is bad, but 
um, it's been glorified, I would say, these past couple of years and just social media and theology and churches. And really, it's like, it's what you said, like, uh-uh, we're supposed to be tired. Why? Because we're the vessel of the Holy Spirit. Jesus can, the, God can only do his work through us, right? Yeah. So what are we doing? Oh, you just leisurely taking a nap? Like, <laughs> no, like, I love that. I love that. I have completely deconstructed the term of a Sabbath. Like I, my, my son asked me the other day, he's like, he's like, mom, should firefighters be going to work on Sunday? This, that, and the other. And I'm like, yes, babe. I'm like, Jesus healed on Sunday. Like, like, like he, he broke the Sabbath. He was like, yeah. My thing is, he said, woe to you Pharisees, because the heart of the Sabbath is to do is to honor God, not necessarily to, oh my gosh, this is a day that I don't do nothing. What you're supposed to do is be fellowshipping with the Lord through community, through which church, in other words, through just prayer, meditation. It's when we take time and we focus on him. That is yeah. the Sabbath. The Sabbath yeah. about, you know what? I ain't going to work. I'm going to take a nap, watch some TV. Make some food. bread. Even though bread's great. <laughs> like the Sabbath dinners are that's, great, but like that's it's so much it. more than that. It's so <laughs> much more than that. And I have just been really like, you know, how can we glorify him on this day? I have friends, they open up their home on Sundays, welcome people in. Like, how can we yeah. um, draw closer to the Lord and what he has called us to? Um, yeah. we, we are a very forgetful um people like the like the Jewish people were we are like the Israelites were yeah very forgetful people and the Sabbath is kind of like our cornerstone to remember you know who we serve like let's worship him um um but yeah I love that that's so good and that's you know that's why Deuteronomy is my favorite Old Testament book because Moses is giving all his speeches before he's about to kick the can and Moses just keeps saying, remember, 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 remember what the Lord has done. Don't forget, write it down, share, like, remember. And he, he sounds like this very repetitive, just, okay, dude, we got it. But no, we, guess we, what they did. We, guess they, what they, they did. forgot. <laughs> That's so sad. No one listened to Moses, okay? No one. Like, yeah. After how many times he said, remember, God, I'm going to do the same thing again. <laughs> now, now here comes Joshua trying to fix it all. And just like, it's the same thing generationally over and over. <laughs> Why do I keep snorting, dude? I gotta stop. <laughs> love it. I love it. Okay. So chapter five, what was chapter five called? I'm looking at my notes, but I don't know. Understanding your heart struggle. Ooh, this was so good. I know you read it like right after we last recorded. And then you were like, this was so good. I was like, you need to read it. It was so good. So good. You had me think about um, it the whole day. And I'm like, all right, all right, all right. At night, I'm like, okay, I gotta binge this. 
Well, and that was, so that was July 25th. This is when I created yeah. my notes. Yeah. So now I've got everything just so you know. <laughs> In the moment, it was great, but it was so as good. we do, um, we we forgot as humans, <laughs> as humans do. You know, so most, let us remember. We remember. <laughs> okay, well, in bold here, I have our desire for anything in the creation and our desire for God. Every day, creation battles with the creator for the control of our hearts. I thought that was I I remember him saying that and I was like yes every day it it's it's idolatry again right these images these um statues of you know and it can be like a hypothetical statue all of it is begging for for us to to love for us um creation won't once our adoration and really that truly does belong to the Lord and it made me think I've been thinking about sin like a lot lately mm. um and it made me like grieve like that's sinful like I am giving all these other things my full attention and I'm not giving it to God. Or when I do give it to God, it's like for a split second. Or like, yeah, that just made me grieve. That made me grieve. I didn't, I, I didn't, I didn't like that. It revealed my heart to me. Yeah. Um, uh, James um, 4, 1 through 10, he talks about like, like what causes quarrels among you. Like what, mm-hmm. what you know, what is causing fighting and it's, it's our desires. It's our, um, um, desires that is like waging war for control of our hearts. Mm -hmm. And, um, I just, it's sad. You know what I mean? It's sad. You created this beautiful thing to um for yourself and this thing wants to to just to worship everything else besides you it's just so sad it's horrible it's so sad <laughs> i'm just like like oh man you got this lovely wonderful god who who created us who loves us and our hearts just are constantly turned away from him. And um, it, it, when you come to that realization, when we come to that um, recognition, there is so much, you look at the world differently. You look at how you function differently. You, Mm -hmm. you know, like you realize that you have such a posture of, um, worshiping other things of other things controlling your heart um and and it ain't him you know so yeah I think I think that's where you get like extreme um extreme legalistic religion I think that's where you get like even something even something as 
Yeah. Or even something as extreme as I don't want my, I don't want my heart to always want to consume new clothes. So I'm going to have a capsule wardrobe because I'm just going to keep it simple. Right. Like we, we try, we try these little actions that we hope will change the heart of it. Mm -hmm. Right. The heart and, and the desire of it. But I don't know. I think the true, I think you can do all the things. That's why legalism doesn't work because at the end of the day, the only thing that can shift a heart is the Lord and handing that over to the Lord. He said, he said the joy of lying, of laying down our lives for others can only be attained if we hold everything we want with open hands. Mm. I, I love that quote. I'm, I'm like, that is you. Yeah. I'm constantly talking about how like we cannot have closed fists because yeah, like everything, if there is something in your life that you're holding on to so tightly that if Jesus said, put it down, you wouldn't, that's a red flag. Like every, everything needs to be, it's yours, Lord. Yeah. Like and that shows that we love him. That shows yes. that, that he is our greatest love. Um, and that a lot of times when you struggle with certain things that it's hard for you to open up your hand, it's hard for you to let it go. I've realized that a lot of the time that shows a um, lack of faith, a lack of understanding of who God is, a lack of understanding of the Lord that we serve. Like, I don't know him if, because I mean, he's God. So if I can't open up my hand and give him everything that is his, then I really do not understand who he is, whether it's my children, whether it's my homeschool, whether it's my, 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 myself, you know what I mean? My time, my time, my, my, you know, I might want to look a certain way and appear a certain way, but what if the Lord's calling me to not do that? Like literally, yes, my, my image, my everything needs to be his. It needs to be given up for him. And for like, for me personally, one example that I can think of is when it comes to like hospitality, like I am like, no, 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 everything has to look like this in order for me to open up my home, in order for me to do Bible study, in order for me to um, have people, like it has to look like this. And what God has really worked in me and shook in me is that, what if it doesn't look like that? Will you still open it up mm. will you still um will you still serve me with this home that I have blessed you with because ain't no way you mm. have it so will you still open it up and it's like but Lord this is for you it's gotta look good no, mm-hmm. no. I, said, I said use what you have so even if the fireplace ain't done even mm-hmm. if the, the bathroom's broken be a good steward of what you have, but open up the home. So that is something, my comfort, my introvertedness that, oh Lord, that is something that God has truly been working on in my heart is just seeing all these things that I'm worshiping. That is not him. Mm, Come on now. Well, because at the, at the end of the day, when he said this, this really convicted me. We are spiritual adulterers. All of us. I like stars. Like I have that (laughs) windy, windy. I was like, and okay. 
I've never cheated, okay? <laughs> I am not a cheater. Like me on my high horse, me on myself. When he said that, I said, dang, like there is, I swear, there is not one sin that you can be like, I see, like you can't throw it at anybody else thinking that you've never done it. Like when he said that, when I tell you my heart got in check real quick, I was like, we're all just cheaters. We're all just out here cheating on the Lord. Yes. Mind blow. Mind blow. <clears throat> Human conflict is rooted in spiritual adultery. I was like, wow. I was like, we do it to ourselves. We cheat on our maker. Yes. Constantly. Constantly. We are his bride out here looking like a. <laughs> <laughs> That's the title. That's the title of this episode. I'm so happy you just said that. It's so it's so true. It's prostitution. It is spiritual prostitution. Yeah, it really is. It really is. Oh my gosh. Like, like, and when you come to that realization, it's humbling because you don't see yourself as like that. You're not a street walker. She's out here looking for, for the extra cash. And I had to walk away. I'm here. Oh my gosh. You're not a street walker. You were made to be a beautiful bride and you're just out there with all your goodies. Just hanging out, giving it to everything and everybody. <laughs> what am I sure to go take a... I can't. I like literally can't. Oh my gosh. Listen, as funny as it is, it's actually really serious and it's really true. <laughs> like, oh my like, gosh. We we gotta stop. We we have to stop. Um misplacing our worship mm -hmm. and thinking that we're going to get fulfilled. What are you eating? Becker, um, thinking we're going to get fulfilled from, you know, some slob we met on the street who's willing to take our nasty messed up goodies versus going home to the one who, to, to the who one who loves us, who, cares for who us. will gently redeem us gently Oh, transform it's us. Really it's just so sad. It's pathetic. Quite yeah. frankly, it's it's pathetic on our part. And what's even more pathetic is that we're going to do it again. Yeah. 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 We forget. Oh, like we forget, you know, like, oh, ye of little faith. It's like, oh, ye of no remembrance. Like, yeah. yeah. We just forget his goodness. And I don't. It's like the minute life gives us a little good, little something good, we forget his goodness. We forget his faithfulness. We forget where it all comes from. Yep. And How dare we? And like James said, submit to God and come near to God. Like, like, don't just take it as, well, looks like I ain't nothing but, you know what I mean? Like, no, don't, don't just look at it like that. Like, repent, turn yeah. away submit ask him to change your heart and draw near to him and that's what i 
constant. It th this Christian walk, and I think it will be like this until the day I take my last breath, is constantly submit and drawing near to God. Constant mm -hmm. repentance, mm -hmm. constant um redeeming sanctification process. And mm -hmm. so until I we don't have to do it anymore. You know what I mean? Okay, so I told you I've been thinking about sin a lot and and repenting and how that literally, I don't think we understand that that is the doorway to him, it, especially in um, today's like pop culture Christianity, mm -hmm. like ain't nobody repenting. Don't no. just come to Jesus. He loves you. He, he loves just you. wants to be with you. Like, he loves you. Before and he does. Even, what that mean? Like that. So he loves you. So that means he like, oh, stay, stay being. Uh, okay, I'm gonna say it. Stay you, being. He loves you. So, so, so just do you. Do yeah, you. just do you. Like yeah, idolize other things. But don't worry. That's not what the Bible says. That is that's not a, that's a toxic relationship. The Bible says, I will he will spit you out his mouth. Like that that don't sound loving. Like that it, don't sound it, like that loving that you guys are putting out there. Right. That no no no. And, and the Bible also says like he disciplines who he loves. Right. Come on. So if you're, I don't want to be in a relationship where you just okay everything I do. That's not cute. That's not cute. And so, so I've been thinking a lot about sin, how it separates us and how repentance is the doorway. Psalms 32, David talks about blesses the one whose transgressions are forgiven, whose sins are covered. Blesses the one whose sin, blesses the one whose sin the Lord does not count against him and who in, and in whose spirit is no deceit. So then it keeps going and it says, when I kept silent, my bones wasted away. Then I acknowledged my sin to you and mm -hmm. did not cover up my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to you, Lord, mm -hmm. and you forgave the guilt of my sin. Wow. You can't come. You, your sin should rid it. It should grieve you. It should. You you should want to rid it. And the only way to rid it is to confess it. You can't go to God thinking you're all that in a bag of chips. You have to humble yourself. You have to um, not cover up your sin. You have to be like naked before him so that he can then forgive you. And then you can walk in his love. And then, and then he transforms you. You don't have that kind of theology being taught. You have come to Jesus as you are. Mm -hmm. and and that's it they don't even finish the message <laughs> it's just come to jesus as you are and that's no that's not it we have it's to not acknowledge the indwelling sin we really mm -hmm. have and because that's how we become that's how we become the blessed one who's forgiven exactly <clears throat> exactly we should not indulge in our sinful nature and just ignore the fact that why we need a redeemer is because we are sinful. Like that's what, like we don't need a redeemer because we need some extra love in our life. Like we need him because we are broken and he is the only one that can repair us. I think we've gotten so prideful that we don't even think we need him. Hmm. <laughs> we think he's, we think he's a cute little side character in our main character life. <laughs> You know like that is you 
you are broken. You are, you, 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 you're filthy. You need, you need his goodness to cover you. Like you need the Lord, but we, we got, we got, we're having an identity crisis. We have too many people who think we don't, they don't need him. If you don't need Jesus and there's no power in Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, he loves you so much that he not only, um, he didn't leave us where we were at. He didn't leave us in our sin. Um, and I think that the gospel needs to be spoken more that the, mm. like, like when I grew up and I hate when people do this, but it's just, just the truth. Like it was the gospel. It was like from start to finish, like we're talking like expository so teaching too. Yeah. yeah. Like, like it, they gave you the whole message. Um, and I don't know how that got lost along the way that we only got a portion of it but it's hurting us. I have fallen for it. So don't act like, like I'm not coming. I've fallen as for it. Y'all know I've fallen yeah. for it. Yeah. I'm not somebody that's coming to you as like, oh, don't be dumb. All right. Cause I'm not, I, that didn't happen to me, but you have to understand that. Um, yes, God loves you. That's facts, but it doesn't start and stop there. He loves you and he died for you. And why did he die for you? Like the conversation needs to keep going. And there, there's so much false teaching that it's sad and scary. It's sad. It is, ladies. It, she, Wendy's not lying. Like, and, and I think that's an important part. Like, we're not here saying like, don't be stupid. Like you need to do, like we are, I'm a victim of falling for the prosperity gospel. Okay. It's not above anybody. It's yeah. not, it's so tricky. It sounds so good. It sounds like the gospel. So it must like, be the gospel. Love is love. Like why we can't love everybody. You know, we yeah. gotta, gotta love. <laughs> it's so, it's so, and then you're like, yeah. God is the God of love. <laughs> like, that's why, that's why I agree Truth with Wendy. Just lies. Yeah. Yeah. We need gospel. We need truth. Lies and truth. Lies, lace, and truth, not truth, lace. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and, and we need discernment and we need community because that's the thing, too. That's the thing. We need to love one another. We need to come together because we, we are, we are better together. Like we can yeah. see things that others cannot see. Yeah. So, speaking of community, jump in the Instagram yes. post, answer the question, do all the things let's come together. Let's draw closer to one another. I know that it's hard to find community sometimes, and I'm all for in-person community. I feel like that is vital and important, but if you don't have that, both Tori and I are part of a com communities, find mm -hmm. online communities as a, as a, just, just a little bit of something before, <laughs> before, um, you, uh, can find, uh, in-person community. But yeah, with all that said, our time is up. Okay. Yeah, ladies. Bye. Bye. Ladies. Thank you so much for spending your time with us today. 
We pray that you remember to lean into the one true vine while you are busy being the fruitful vine. Until next time. Bye. bye. Why is that the first time that we actually did it at the same time? <laughs>